Andy, my dude, have you heard of the magical website builder known as Squarespace? Ugh, not another Squarespace ad. I feel like every podcast is sponsored by them. <laughs> hey, 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 don't knock it till you try it. Yes, okay, it is overhyped. But actually, it lives up to the hype. Squarespace is like a website fairy godmother. With a click of a button, your site transforms into a beautiful masterpiece. A website fairy godmother? That sounds interesting. What makes it so magical? Well, for starters, those slick templates make anyone look like a professional web designer. Pick one, customize the colors and fonts to match your brand, and voila. Plus, the drag-and-drop fluid engine is so easy, your grandma could build a site on Squarespace. Well, she did knit me a lovely scarf last Christmas. Maybe website design is next. Exactly. And when you're ready to sell your Nana's handmade scarves online, Squarespace has built-in e-commerce. Add a store with one click. Get flexible payment options. Then watch those sales roll in. And when she wants to teach others her steezy scarf skills, Squarespace's new courses feature is just the ticket. Nana can set up her curriculum and enrollments and payments in a snap and become the next e-knitting influencer. Wow, you really sold me with the grandma angle. Sign me up for that free try. Just go to thenextreel.com slash Squarespace and transform your site into a beautiful Squarespace masterpiece. Well, thanks, Pete. Even though it's overhyped, Squarespace actually sounds perfect for Nana's site's needs. Appreciate the warning on the ads, though. I'll brace myself next time I listen to a podcast. Anytime. Let me know if you need any help getting that site up and running. Andy, can you believe we've almost hit 700 episodes of The Next Reel? I know, it's crazy. And with all the other episodes in our family of podcasts, we are well over 1,200 episodes of movie conversation. It's really pretty amazing that we've gotten to have these in-depth movie chats every week for over a decade now. And we couldn't have done it without our loyal community of film fans. Their support over the years has meant so much. For sure. That reminds me, we should give the merch store a shout out. Buying shirts from thenextreel.com slash merch is a great way listeners can continue to support the show. Plus, they get to support our great designs. Absolutely. I think sometimes folks forget we have a variety of shirts, mugs, phone cases, and more available. In fact, a great place to start is with a shirt sporting the Next Reel's logo. We also have that classic Fast Times Spicoli Surf School tee, or the weirdly popular Rusty's European Tour shirt. The one from National Foods European Vacation. Why is that so popular? <laughs> Search me, but we have sold a ridiculous number of those. I guess there are a lot of Rusties taking trips to Europe? We're always adding new designs based on movies we've covered, like our brand new design for a streetcar named Desire, featuring a streetcar named Desire. So if you want to rep your love of TNR and films, head to thenextreel.com slash merch. Every purchase helps us continue to have these weekly in-depth conversations. So visit thenextreel.com slash merch today. And as always, thanks for listening and being a part of the Next Real community. We've got lots more great movie chats coming your way. <laughs> Hello friends, it's Tommy Handsome here from the Next Reels Film Board Gang of Thugs, and I'd like to welcome you to the first TNR short of No No Wait, Hear Me Out. No No Wait, Hear Me Out. 
highlight some of the overlooked pieces of cinema that, in my opinion, deserve a second chance. It's going to work like this. I'll be all like, check this out. And you'll be all like, what? That's whack. And I'll be all like, no one says whack anymore, home slice. And you'll be all like, nobody says home slice anymore, home slice. And I'll be like, you just said it twice in one sentence. And then I'll look over at my dog and he'll say, this bit is going on a little bit too long. And then I'll realize that I've had too much wine. Okay, so for my first episode, I'd like to discuss the, in my opinion, underrated 2001 film, Josie and the Pussycats, a film starring Rachel Lee Cook and Tara Reid that is a clearly <laughs> underrated... Oh, whoa, 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 hear me out. I can hear all of you starting to click over to WTF right now. Guess what? Mark Marin doesn't need any more listeners. He's just angry and talks about cats. Give me a chance. I'll get around to watching it. <sighs> Okay, I get it. Josie and the Pussycats, hard sell. Let's get into it. Thank you, guys. You're a great crowd. Okay, girls, we need the lane now. And your shoes. First, some quick backstory about the film. Backstory! Back, backstory! It's like now, but instead from before! Way, way back in 2001, MGM and Universal Pictures released the film Josie and the Pussycats. The lead singer Josie was played by my future girlfriend Rachel Lee Cook, and her bandmates included my future girlfriend Rosario Dawson, and a perfectly cast Tara Reed as the ditzy drummer, whatever her name was. Oh my god. Melody's gonna cry. Who are Josie and the Pussycats? In case you're not as old as me, they were somewhat minor side characters in the 1970s long-lasting Archie Comics universe. Don't know what that is, younger listeners? Fair enough. <sighs> From now on, whenever I use an older reference that you don't recognize, just pretend that I said something like hoverboards and keep listening. Josie Magoo was released and it was a certified box office bomb with a reported budget of 39 million. It grossed less than 15 of said millions. And it also largely bombed with critics, holding a 53% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, with certain critics using phrases like, too dumb, and pedestrian, and sticks are amazing. Have you seen sticks? I pooped twice today. I don't... Oh, nope, sorry, that's my dog Foster. He wrote that last part. Bad Foster! No! So, fair enough. The case against this film is clear. I've told you the movie was a box office failure and was reviled by most critics. And it's about Josie and the Pussycats, the also-rans of a comic book series that is the equivalent of making a feature film about Orko from He-Man. Today, He-Man was forced to play a dangerous game by the Game Master. Younger listeners, pretend I just said something like Yik Yak or Snapchat. Why should you hear me out? Because podcasties, and yes, that's your new nickname, and I hope you love it, Josie and the Pussycats is surprisingly awesome and has the Tommy Handsome seal of approval. And here's why you should hear me out. Hear me out! Use those ear holes, but also your mind. I might have to work on that one. Mitigating factor number one. Josie and the Pussycats was written and directed by the team of Harry Elfont and Deborah Kaplan. Who are they? Well, they also wrote and directed the underrated cult classic teen film Can't Hardly Wait in 1998. Mitigating factor number two. The director of photography was none other than Matthew Libatique, whose DP work, which I think is 
<laughs> amazing, always, can be seen in films like Requiem for a Dream, Black Swan, and Straight Outta Compton. Need a bit more Josie and the Pussycats cred? Alan Cummings and Parker Posey are also perfectly cast in hilarious roles as, well, I honestly don't want to spoil the fun and surprises, but the film involves a smart and deeply tongue-in-cheek satire of consumerism and the corporations desperately trying to predict and control what tweens and teens are willing to spend their money on through the creation of boy bands and the inclusion of merchandising to every facet of life. I know that seems like a weird thing to say, that that is what Josie and the Pussycats is about. You will be surprised. A running joke throughout the film is the rampant and sometimes nonsensical amount of product placement. But don't be turned off by that. The filmmakers put these logos throughout their film to help make their satirical point hit its mark. They received no money from any of the companies listed throughout the film. Also, like many teen films, Josie Magoo deals with the fleeting importance of what it means to be popular versus the real importance of long-lasting friendship in the face of both fame and adversity. But it does so with gratifyingly over-the-top plot progressions, reminiscent of films like Michael Lehman's 1988 film Heathers. By adding such high stakes, the writers are able to present such everyday teen problems on the actual epic scale that teens feel about them emotionally every day and past the smarty stuff the film looks amazing and his film was surprisingly catchy pop songs i hum them a lot it's alarming bad foster <laughs> dp's matthew libertique's chops and music videos makes the musical segments shine with believable verisimilitude <laughs> keep this part in <laughs> i'm so fancy and the other actors including the always funny missy pile and the always interesting paolo costanzo don't care for that name, but I like the actor, help round out what is a well-acted, well-made comedy. So, there you have it, jerks. I've thrown myself on the film Opinion Pyre in the hopes that this film can better rise from its ashes from my own sacrifice. Almost everyone I've ever asked about this film said they, quote, heard it was terrible, but couldn't name a person who had actually seen it. Well, I did. For you. So let's nip this nonsense in the bud and give the film a second chance by watching it yourself. And if you love it, you're welcome. And if you hate it, this was my dog's idea. Bad Foster! Ugh, he's the worst. All right, I'm Tommy Handsome, and thanks for listening to No, No, Wait, Hear Me Out! Short. Pass that, fellow podcasties. I'll see you next time on the next real film board. And always remember, a train can't undress a boy. And I couldn't stop loving you if I tried. Thanks, guys. Goodbye forever. Spin around. I made you a rock star. Tell me you don't love that. Forget it. You know, I never liked you. No matter what happens, we will always be friends first. Are you going to kill me with the guitar? You messed with the wrong pussycat. My bad. Josie and the Pussycats.
I love the conversations that so many of our hosts have had on their shows. Steve and JJ on Trailer Rewind, Ray and Ocean on Silver Linings, even Tommy's short-lived No, No, Wait, Hear Me Out. And so many films they've discussed started out as a book, a play, or even a TV series. Well, now you can support our whole family of podcasts by using our new Originals page to buy the original source material used to inspire films covered on our shows. Just visit thenextreel.com slash originals. Your purchases made through our links give us a small commission at no extra cost to you and allow us to keep having these fantastic conversations. It's a wonderful way to support the show. Producing these podcasts week after week require a ton of work behind the scenes. If you'd like to help support our efforts, try using our Originals page when shopping for books and movies that we've covered. It's your one-stop shop for Amazon and Apple links where you can buy the book, play, video game, movie, etc. upon which the movie is based. Original material for trailer rewind movies like If Beale Street Could Talk, The Goldfinch, Aniara, or The Two Faces of January. Or Silver Linings movies like Repo Men, which was based on the repossession Mambo. Plus, by using those links to buy books, Amazon and Apple show us a little bit of love, which allows you to support our family of shows with minimal effort. Visit thenextreel.com slash originals. It's a fantastic way to support the show and find a great book to read. That's right. Head over to thenextreel.com slash originals to find your next read and get started today. 